All right, welcome in Undraftables bonus pod. We made it to double digit episodes, episode number ten. Kate Carlton, Kate Livingston, with you uh, for bonus pod number three, episode ten overall. Away from Arkansas and Hoover, Alabama. Before we get into anything, I'll say what's up to Cable Livingston. Man, what's going on? It's uh, down here in the hotel in Bama. Yeah. Roll Tide, War Eagle, <laughs> Go Blazers, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, you know, having a little fun down here, getting to watch some hoops. So, yeah, got a special guest for us. We do, yeah. So, uh, so we've done, what, three bonus pods now? Uh, our second bonus pod was just us. Our first bonus pod was with a local to us, Jonesboro area, head coach Jason Smith of the Nettleton Girls. And now it's another local statewide coach for our third bonus pod episode. Yeah, we got uh, Lone Oak head girls basketball coach Chris Brown. Not to be confused with the real Chris Brown <laughs> out there, but um, – <laughs> You know, good to have Chris with us. Uh, Chris, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, nothing much. We're just sitting here chilling in the hotel room. But you know what? You guys gave a shout-out to Auburn, gave a shout-out to Alabama, gave a shout-out to the Blazers. You know what? Coach Ashley from North Alabama actually just liked one of my texts. He's recruiting one of our kids. So I'm going to give a shout-out to North Alabama as well while we're sitting here in this hotel room. Coach Ashley, shout-out. You just gave me – a like on Twitter for any recruiting one of our kids doing a great job. Shout out to North Alabama. Actually, we have a kid already committed to them as well. I I forgot about that. Fayetteville. One of my former players actually, and Claudia Bridges yeah. in North Alabama. So that's a yeah. North Alabama connection right hey, there. Actually, North Alabama gets two shouts out. Yeah, for two, that. two shout outs to North Alabama. One shout out to Coach Ashley doing a great job. Hey, while we're doing shout out, shout out to Coach Jason Smith and his Baltimore Orioles who got skull drug last night in the opening night of MLB. Shout out to that two dollar bet, baby. Hey, they won today. <laughs> They're still only a game out. Fifty nine and one. Go O's. <laughs> shout out to that two dollar bet. <laughs> uh, down in Hoover, man. Yeah, right. we're down in Hoover. So uh, down in Hoover for AAU. Um, and, you know, we were in Indianapolis a few weeks ago. This setup, to me, is a whole lot nicer than Indianapolis. But, uh, you know, one of the added advantages to being down in Hoover and playing what we're playing at the Finley Center is that it shares a parking lot um, with the Hoover Baseball Complex, which also hosts, hosts the SEC tournament. And this thing is massive. Yeah, it's it's really cool, especially being – an Arkansas Razorback fan, yeah, especially a big Arkansas baseball fan, and you know, like you follow them, you've seen this stadium on TV. Like we pulled up, and and CB and myself were talking about. I think we found Casey Martin's baseball that he hit <laughs> five million feet a couple years ago, and then we're driving past it yesterday, and I'm, and you see the big scoreboard and. CB's like, you remember when Ben Benintendi hit one halfway up the scoreboard against Florida and, you know, like at 1 a.m. or something like that? And just uh, really cool to see it. I'm looking forward tomorrow to kind of trying to find sneak our way in there and, you know, maybe give a hog call. Because um, <laughs> one of the parents here has already done that, apparently. Yeah. yeah. And, we'll, you know, Cade, we'll, we'll get we'll get Cade to A-State, Ole Miss, 
is it black bears, rebels? What are we? Land sharks? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what we're calling Ole Miss anymore, but we'll get, we'll get him calling the hogs and do a little wool pig suey. But just really cool to see that, and you know, the the facility down here is unbelievable. Uh, I think we got yeah. what. 10 courts, 11 courts? Um, 10 courts and then, you know, we're, 10 courts at the Finley Center and then a, a few more additional courts at Hoover High School, which that place in and of itself is just insane. I mean, Hoover High School is pretty dang big, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, we all know that MTV show from several years ago with the Hoover High, John Parker Wilson, the head yeah. football coach, you know, getting to experience something like that in the state of Arkansas, you know, or state of Alabama, sorry. You know, Nick Saban said we're playing football. <laughs> Nick, Nick Saban said we are playing football because you see guys working out out there, and then you see the band. I mean, the band's practicing. Like, the the band is practicing the fight song as we're driving up, and I don't know if that was an intimidation trick by like the Southern Stars or somebody, but is it, it? I mean, the band's practicing, ready to go for for football season. And speaking of Nick Saban. We had we had to bump Nick Saban off the bonus pod to get CB on. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm Nick. I just want to shout out to Nick. You know, sorry, you got bumped. That's why we had to roll tide earlier. Yeah, that's why we roll roll tide. You know, RTR. You know, um, but no, like we like legit guys. We pull up to Hoover. The bands out there getting it, getting their stuff on. We look down on the football field. They've got drills going on. And I think one of us kind of looked up to see, all right, what's going on with Alabama? And I think their governor or their state association come out and said they're full goal with fall sports, fans, band can travel, cheerleaders can travel. First of all, we all know Nick Saban's running the state because he's like, we're playing football. And But it's nice to see somebody, and we'll get into this a little bit later in the show, but – Hey, come out and say, hey, we're going to give it a try, you know. And because, Absolutely. Because all you got to do is if it, if something goes wrong, you just cancel it, you know. Uh, like, again, we'll get into that later. So, But, uh, no, Hoover High School, unbelievable. I mean, they had, what, five courts, six courts? Uh, they had three in the main in the main facility. They had at least two in the other one. You're looking at least five. At least five. Did it right. Yeah. Shout out to Alabama, Hoover High School. You did it right. And who knows? It may be the only place that did it right in Alabama. But, you know, if you've ever been to like a, a Fayetteville High School, Harbor, Bentonville, um, North Little Rock, Conway Cabin, it's, it's a lot like that. Um, you know, they, they just did it right. And, and you can tell they put some time into their athletic facilities to make sure everybody had practice space. During volleyball season, basketball has wood courts to, to to practice. And I mean, you know, shout out to volleyball, but it, it, at Nettleton, you know, we it's hard to find a gym sometimes. You know, we've got to go off campus, off the high school campus. You know, uh, CB, kind of what y'all set up down there at Lone Oak with uh, during volleyball season. What do y'all got to do? Y'all y'all have gym space or kind of what you got going down there? You know, we're actually pretty lucky because we've got a. Uh, We've got a really new facility, only six years six years old, you know. Uh, they left our back gym. So the back gym, even though it's hot, shout out to the back gym, 105 degrees. You know, we've got a middle school gym as well, plus two safe rooms. So we're, re we're really lucky with our space and whatnot. Coach Spencer and I, Coach Bradley Spencer, boys coach, and I pretty much we, we offset ourselves between the back gym and the middle school uh, 
throughout the preseason you know this summer it's it's been a pretty hot one so yep. and then our air went out at the middle school so it's been two hot <laughs> gyms that's that's the worst you know we don't get to we don't get to get into our arena just yet volleyball's got that they got two nets set up they got a lot of girls you know they've got seven through 12 they got about 60 girls playing which is really good for for our 4a school you know shout out to the volleyball team a lot uh, of shout outs today yeah, on this we, podcast. We, you know? we we got some shout outs coming. I feel like we got a few more coming probably throughout this thing <laughs> through throughout the time here. But no, we're very fortunate, Lone Oak. We've got multiple we got three full size gyms that we can practice in, plus a couple safe rooms. Yeah. So Caleb and I were walking up yesterday and uh we we were walking up to like the, the practice area or whatever where they had courts four and five uh, at Hoover High School and both were like, you know, what a concept it is for high schools to be like, you know what? Athletics makes us money. So you know what? We're going to invest money in athletics and have good facilities. What a concept that is. Yeah, I mean, like we said, it was really neat to see that. Um, you know, there's there's schools in Arkansas that do it too. And, yeah. And, you know, at some schools it's hard to get the money to do that right. as well. You know, because they built some schools have built these facilities a long time ago and it's hard to envision the growth and with that growth it just depends on you know kind of where you're at and and if you can you know raise the taxes to get these facilities done so you can tell that the community of hoover cares about it um you know one thing that was really cool for us is we had some you know had 30 45 minutes away so we just kind of go driving around hoover and we find this neighborhood, you know, and it's just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, they've got signs out on the main road like, hey, houses for sale starting at $300,000. And we're like, oh, okay. Like, uh, yeah, that out of our price range, we keep driving <laughs> about a mile and a half. And, oh, houses for sale starting at $500,000. And, and then you look at it, and it's like houses around this man-made lake with gated yeah. community. I mean, you know, and it, right there we were like, well, guys, we better turn around because we're already out of our price range. <laughs> we were like, uh, maybe, hey, maybe that's where Nick Saban has a lake house at. I mean, it's, and then we figured out, no, that's too cheap. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, just a really nice place. Um, really well-ran tournament. Um, yeah. Except for the fact we had to play at 8.30 last night. But, you know. And at 8 o'clock this morning. And at 8 o'clock this morning. You know, it is what it is. You know. Shout out to Shoe. <laughs> yeah. We, I wish we could have got our boy Matt Shoemaker on. He's – He's running the uh, running the side over at Hoover. Him and the worm. Yeah, him and the worm. The worm. You know, we got to we got to see the worm yesterday. We he, got to see Shoe the last two the days. The worm is alive and has a full beard. Hey, the worm is alive. It's still wiggling. It's still on the. It's still on the hook. It is. You know. You know. We need to, We need to ask Worm about his girlfriend. Was a girlfriend last year? Yeah. I we need to see. We need to see if the worm still has the girlfriend. Uh, he does. He, he does. does. I've, I've seen it on social media. Um, you know what? The worm actually liked something of mine the other day on social media. Well, and hey, another shout out. Another shout out. Shu tried to like be like, guys, y'all need to hire my guy to do your social media, and I'm like, no, man, our guy's like killing it. Man. Yeah, yeah. And then the worm comes up and is like, Shu, man, you need to hire the woods guy. Yeah, exactly. So Shu, come on, bro. Yeah, come on, Shu. That's like a a neg. That's a negative one for Shu. We're gonna give. Shoe's starting off a negative one because he gave us an 8.30, an 8 a.m., and he tried to hose our graphics guy. Shoe, you're the negative one. We need, we need to start a point system. Let's start a point system with people, and at the end of the year, if they're in the positives, we're going to send them something from this podcast. We'll send them a we'll make, get a some shirt. T-shirts We'll get made T-shirts up. in. You made it in the positives of the undraftables. You got drafted. There we go. You got drafted. 
There we go. Shoe, bud, you're undraftable. You're undraftable. Shoe. By the way, that graphics guy he was trashing was me, by the way. <laughs> and, you know, like, Shoe, man, come on, bro. Like, Cade's killing it. Cade is by far killing it. Like, nobody else is putting content out like Cade is for us. Um, so, shout out to Cade. Uh, I, I think he's had a good time. Um, you know, but yeah, I didn't have the two roommates I had. I'd have a better time, you know. Two roommates, like when when you say two roommates, do you mean like two sweet mates? Because you know, yeah, whatever it I is, mean, whatever mean, what, it is, what is it? What, I just let, let's just get down to it though. Like, what was the specifics of like that comment? Like, what did you mean? Like, break it down, break it down <laughs> for me a little bit further. I mean, the two people that are on this podcast can be. Um, I don't know what word I want to use because I don't want to like curse on here. <laughs> like, what do you mean, like? Are you saying that we're intense? Are you saying we're not intense? Like I would say back? I would say jerk would be good word at sometimes. Oh, oh, <laughs> Caleb, how how do you feel about being called a jerk? I know Cade should be very careful <laughs> with the next thing that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, I should because the look on CB's face right now is like a bomb. Like I'm not. Yes, he, he is about to drop. <laughs> A bomb, and and look, and the good thing for Kate is that he gets the final edit, so he can edit it out. But you know, like anyway, back to the topic of Hoover. Yeah, the Hoover Met SEC baseball. We got some Major League Baseball finally starting up. Yeah, you know, we've seen to talk segue. about that uh, every show. Because at first we were like, ah, piss on it, and now we're like, oh, baseball's back. Like CB's over here making money off of it already. Yeah. Coach Smith thinks the Orioles are still in the race. Um, I'm a big Brewers fan now. Shout out to Milwaukee. <laughs> Screw the Brewers. The, the, listen, the only reason you're a Brewers fan is because I'm a Cubs fan and they're playing the Cubs this weekend. Maybe, but their new uniforms were <laughs> sick. And so, like, yeah, that's a big deal. Um, right, I mean, right now we're actually got San Francisco, L.A. on the TV. Not much of a game, yeah. but – um, not just nice to see it back, you know. Fox so, is doing the uh, fake fans. And the yeah, stands. so it, we've talked about it this weekend. So like, so the fake fans is one thing, but what we've talked about is it being weird to see the cardboard cutouts. Like I, I hate both of them because the fake. If you're going to do the fake fans, it has to be for every single shot. It can't just be like when you pan in the outfield and meanwhile the main shot is nobody in the background. But I hate the cardboard fans even more than I hate the fake fans. Uh, the cardboard fans just I like I don't understand. Like who who thought cardboard fans? I mean, these are professional athletes making millions and they're staring at cardboard fans. Like do you think they laugh? Like I wonder as a pitcher, you know, do do they laugh? Do they see it back there and laugh because we all know what happened in Houston a few years ago or 2 years ago, a year ago in the middle of a playoff game with the young lady behind like behind the plate but does do, do these guys think it's hilarious like do they do they look at it do they even notice it wonder who has that cut out because that's the game i want to watch all their home games it, it well it must, it must be in houston's what it is but then you know what it's probably rigged you know it's probably <laughs> they're probably beating on some drum like when to when to get it out there when to not get it out there and whatnot but no like 
the cardboard cutouts just don't they just they don't cut it for me. I think if I'm a player, I'd just rather it not be there at all. But at the end of the day, you know, you have these st- stadiums with so much seating. I mean, I feel like somebody could be in about every fourth seat, you know, and yeah. you could have about a third capacity and actually have fans and just strictly mandate it. But, hey, teach your own. Yeah, I saw a picture today of Globe Life Park, the first pitch ever pitched at Globe Life Park. And they got a, they got an angle from behind the pitcher. And all it was was cardboard fans. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of the wildest pictures ever. They come from behind. Like the, I don't yeah. I don't understand why the TV will do a behind shot. Like, and you just see the white of the back of the cardboard. And it's just why? Why do we need that panoramic view? You know, like yeah. get a, get a, get a better shot. Yeah. A get a better shot. Or B, you know, you're talking about what the Cubs were doing earlier today with their fans, with their fake fans, I guess, and whatnot, which was pretty nice. But like. If I'm TV, like I'm, I'm doing better about that. I'm not worried about the stands. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, shout out to baseball back. WBA started up today. Um, Cade's girl Sabrina kind of struggled today in a loss. Yeah. But in New York's not gonna be great this no, year. No, nobody expected them to be great. In Seattle, I mean, we had our boy Doug on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, they were good last year and had Sue Bird and Stewie out. Yeah, I mean, and granted, Stu, uh, Sue Bird didn't play great today, but Stewie played awesome today. I mean, Stewie's the she was MVP the last time yeah, she played. Yeah, so, she played awesome today. I mean, I don't think it will surprise anybody if she wins the MVP this year, and if Seattle doesn't win at all. Um, and, and shout, I don't, I don't know if y'all guys have seen the social media of the NBA guys wearing yes. the WNBA yes. hoodies and stuff. And I mean, that's really cool. I mean, again, that's the big focus of our podcast is to promote women's basketball. And, um, I mean, that's what we're doing down here right now. It's brought us mm-hmm. together. And, uh, so shout out to those guys, you know, for supporting it. You know, hopefully they're watching it. And, um, and I, I feel like it has more traction this year than it has any other previous years, just because of all the NBA support and all the talk and like the national media and stuff like that too. So, you know, we're talking about WNBA and, Obviously, those are elite players, you right. know, like just studs. So, we asked Coach Smith, you know, when he was on, to name his top five all-time players that he's coached against. While CB is not as old as Coach Smith, thank goodness, CB's coached a lot of basketball against a lot of good players. And so, we wanted to get CB's top five players that, that he's He's coaching in kind of a breakdown of, you know, maybe where they're at and why they're in the top five. So I'm just going to start this off with number one because – and I'm going to give you a little story with it, okay? The number one probably best, most hyped player I've coached against is Fran Belibi, number two overall recruit going to Stanford. So a little backstory on it. We're in Dallas. We have an 8 a.m. game at an off-site. Like, we're not even at the main gym. We we messed around, didn't play well. They messed around, got upset. And we roll into a to a mall is what it is. It's an off-site mall with, like, four or five courts, which is just in and of itself something crazy. And it's about 745. 
and the entire Pac-12 is sitting on the baseline. There is not a single non-head coach from the Pac-12 sitting there. And I'm sitting there looking looking around, kind of looking at some of my parents like, uh, they're not here for any of us, you know, because we got some, D, some small D1s, mid-majors, you know, some D2s. And we look around and look at their team and it's like, ah, you, maybe, you know, like, well, like maybe they got the wrong court. That's what we're really thinking. I mean, because Fran's in goggles. Yeah, in goggles. And she, she's like a 6'1 kid, which if you do club ball, you see 6'1 kids all the time. Every to every day in and day out, you see that. And you, you're watching them warm up and there's nobody really just doing anything special and whatnot. And, and then tip-off happens. She tips it. They back screen for a lob. Kid catches it, tries to punch it, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's why they're here. And so, CB's never been dunked on in a girls game? Nope, never. But he has been had a missed dunk attempt yeah. against well, him in the she, girls game. They, they, uh, they set it. They set the back pick, and they throw it to her, and she punches it off the back of the rim and goes out of bounds. And I'm sitting here going, oh, God, we're in trouble. Like we're we're in trouble, and and needless to say, they just continue to thirty piece us because they're from Colorado. They just absolutely wore us out, and Fran Belibi's out there trying to punch three or four, you know. So then I I, I quickly understood why the uh, why the pack whole Pac twelve was there, you know. And number two, you know, two through five are probably honest honestly several people that are really close. Two of them played for the same organization actually. With Sedona Prince, who went to Texas, six four, now is at Oregon, and then uh, Kate Reese, who played for uh, Texas Elite. It was a Texas Elite. Is that who it yeah. was? Joey yeah. Joe Fran Joey Franey. Yeah. No, uh, not Joey Franey. It was uh, Joey Simmons. Joey Simmons. Franey. Yeah, and Franey. That's who it was. And she was McDonald's All American. Kate Reese was McDonald's All American. And what was it? Pac twelve. Like all Pac twelve this year, and now Sedona. You know, she had to sit out this year mm-hmm. as a transfer at Oregon, and um, she's going to step right into a, a big lot role. of playing time. A big role. And, and if you remember, she got, she hasn't played college yet because yep. she, she broke got her leg she got hurt in, in the USA's. Yep. Um, didn't get to play at Texas. Yeah, and didn't get to play. Redshirt a year there. Didn't like what was going on, which during that time a lot of people left Texas. Yeah, that's that, a whole they other. were. That, that's a whole other story. And with, so now with, she's up with Kelly Graves up at Oregon and. And she'll have a huge role and chance to be an All-American up there. Oh, I think so, too. So, we got we, we got those three. And, I mean, there's several. Speaking of Kate Reese, one of the best games that I've ever been a part of was her and Liz Dixon going at each other. Mm-hmm. Liz Dixon is at Louisville, was a McDonald's All-American as well. Um, being able to coach her and see them two, six, four kids that are long, athletic, can run, shoot. That was a fun game. Kate Reese is legit. Like Kate Reese is legit, you know. And there's there's one kid that I forgot. Probably should be like one A and one B is one B is probably Haley Van Lith. If you have not seen Haley Van Lith play, please look up her highlights. Please get on YouTube. This girl has so much swag. Left handed. Caleb's Caleb's had to play against her. Like this kid is a bad, bad, bad woman. Well, I've got – yes, I've played against Haley Van Lith. Played her out in Phoenix, and our girl Kayla Mitchell, and our girl Rokia Dumbia, hold, hold her to six points yep. in front of the whole Pac-12, yep. the whole SEC. Yep. 
Uh, Nabe's just there, got the job at Arkansas. There's over 100 coaches watching. And 106 points, like three of 17 shooting. We beat Northwest Blazers by 30 something, and they they probably haven't been beat that bad since. Yes. But we get to see them later on in the year. I don't have we don't have Rokia, don't have a couple other kids, and all we the only matchup we had for was was Kayla, and let's just say Haley Van Leff remembered exactly what happened in Arizona, <laughs> and she just put on a clinic. Yeah, um, I can't wait to have Coach Neighbors on. He's got a really cool Haley Van Leff Kelsey Plum story from Haley's like seventh or eighth grade year at Elite Camp at Washington. Uh, the word is. We'll have Kelsey on to confirm this too. That Haley supposedly beat Plum in like a shooting contest or a one-on-one game, and Plum got so mad because she's so competitive. She said, "Run it back," and Naves wouldn't let. It. Like Naves was like, "Nope, nope," and like so, like they had that little rivalry that you know, if if Naves was still at Washington, Haley Van Lith would be a Husky. She'd probably be a Husky. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And you know, there's probably a lot of people. There probably several people that could fight for the number five spot. Just through AAU, you play so many kids. But I'm going to say the kid going to Baylor, Sarah Andrews. I got a girl. We're, we're playing in Atlanta. I got a girl named Kiana Walker, starter at Louisiana Tech right now. Played like 30 minutes a game this year, sophomore. And just a straight competitor. And... Sarah Andrews is a kid that's got offers from 30-plus D1s. She's signed with Baylor. Well, she And if she didn't have an offer from the, a school that she wanted, all the all she had to do was call and say, hey, I want to go there. Exactly. And they'd offered her. Yeah, and, and we're playing out in Atlanta, and every head coach is there. Kim Mulkey is there. Uh, Baylor, head, uh, Baylor head coach Kim Mulkey. Yeah, then you got South Carolina head coach. You've got head coach – I mean, we probably had – 115 because she's playing with pro skills sarah andrews is and they've got another girl hannah gusters who's going to baylor i think yeah. as well yeah big six four six five so they got hannah gusters going to, that has recently committed to baylor they got uh sarah andrews who has recently committed to baylor and i got i got a team out there the d2s mainly you know we had 11 kids 10 of them signed between d2 and d1 nobody high major and all I remember is I'm just telling Kiana Walker the whole time she's going to wear you out. And Kiana Walker took it as like a, a challenge. She straight took it as a challenge, and she went out there and dominated Sarah Andrews for three quarters. And then Sarah Andrews says, I'm Sarah Andrews on the fourth, and they come out and just – I mean, I think we're I think we're down three or four at half. We're down eight or so, and then third quarter, and Sarah Andrews says, "I'm Sarah Andrews," and comes out and ends up twenty piecing But you know, there's through AAU, you see so many really good kids. You know, I was at Fayetteville High School. We saw so many good kids out of state. But well, I I mean, you know, talk about some kids you've already seen this year. Like you played Sports City. You know, they got Bree Hall going to South Carolina. Grace Van Sluten, 2022 oh. kid. That's if you haven't seen Grace Van Sluten play, I would suggest pulling up some highlights. About six four, a 2022 that in most people's eyes is like, oh, just go throw her in the post. But she's getting the rebound and going coast to coast, almost like Kevin Durant style. She probably she doesn't shoot it as well from the three point arc, but great Van Sluten, 
holy cow like that's that's a that's a mcdonald's all-american all day every day is what that is with that that's a jordan brand girl that's a kid that walks on campus is an immediate starter like a hundred percent an immediate start we played sports city and they got they've got uh south carolina Purdue, Ohio State, and if I'm not mistaken, is is Van Sluten committed to Notre Dame? Is not yet. not yet. I mean, she's got every offer in the world, and we're sitting out there, and these kids are are really good. And then yep. today here in Hoover, today here in Hoover alone, we're playing the Alabama Southern Stars, and they've got a girl Stripling, five star recruit, committed to Tennessee. They've got a four star recruit, uh, Pluckett committed to tennessee and we're down two at half our kids battled we ended up getting 20 piece but you know our kids battled to yep. two kids who were committed to tennessee and one of them's a five-star recruit well the funny thing about the sports city game is that uh so you know i was staying in the hotel room with y'all that night or the night before and we were talking about you know the next day and you're and cb was like oh we're gonna get killed like sports city's so good we're gonna get killed and i'm thinking ah it's no big deal, you know. They'll they'll probably be good, but we can compete and whatever. I, I I'm not making this up. Like we walk into the arena and I see them going through layup lines, and I look over at Caleb and I go, "Oh, I see it now." <laughs> and we've already kind of <laughs> talked about this after we got back. You yeah, know, Cade and myself, but that was Cade's welcome to big time girls basketball moment. Yeah, and, yeah, and. and I mean, Cade's seen a lot of good basketball, calling you know Nettleton games, and been around Alana, and you take Alana for granted because you see her all the time, right? But uh, and here, the crazy part about Sports City is they've only got like four twenty twenty one kids, and so we may look up next year and like they may have like five twenty twenty twos committed to like Notre Dame, UConn, <laughs> you know, just Ohio South Carolina, State, you know, and it's like oh yeah, they had those kids too, so. Um, just just some unbelievable, just unbelievable talent. It's fun. I, I suggest like I I don't know where our listeners are from. We get a lot of college coaches listening because we have a lot on. Um, but if you're listening in an area that there's a tournament going on, go out and support it if you can, and just find some of the best players and go watch them. It's cool. It's really cool to see them when they're younger. And I mean, because how many times have we seen? Like a kid like Jersey Wolfenberger. Kristen Williams. When they're in seventh grade. Yep. You see, just see it. You see difference. There's but, a difference. Yes, and, but then you get to watch their development, yep. you know, and, and you know, hopefully those two girls are going to get to play in the WNBA one day. And, you know, you've got the coach, Sasha, go forth, and you've been around Destiny Salary, and, you know, you know that Fayetteville team that – we're tenth, ranked tenth in the nation, yeah. and we beat we beat Duncanville that year. Yeah. We beat McEachern out of Georgia that year. You beating two top fifteen teams in the nation, but like even with that Sports City team, like here here's what a lot of people don't understand. Like this team is so good. They had three Team USA kids last year that graduated from the team, and they bring back kids that have thirty plus D one offers. And you know what? Shout out to one girl. Uh, Anderson, last name Anderson, Arkansas kid playing on Sports City, moved up to Ohio, playing on the Sports City team. So you got an Arkansas kid, actually a, a former Arkansas kid, playing on that team and contributing and having offers. No, absolutely. Uh, Gabby Anderson, her mom, yep. played at Arkansas. Um, you know, she they lived in Arkansas until uh, I, I don't know. It's uh, 
I can't remember when they moved, but you know she's turned into a really good player, and you know going to be a Division One kid. So, um, so we get we get CB's top five players. Yep, yep, a lot of really good players. Something that's you know n- near and dear to our show, as far as our podcast, our right. TV shows. Yeah, because that's pretty much the first two episodes we dedicated, you know, a couple of 10 to 15 minute segments to TV shows. Yeah, so. I mean, and, you know, I guess we can go back and like one of our one of our favorites, Game of Thrones, obviously. Not that, not mine. Well, Coach Smith's yeah. head on. <laughs> Cade just, Cade, Cade's list is weird. <laughs> he's got some good shows and he's just got some shows you're like, now hold up my list is good my list is good all right go over your list and we'll get cb's opinion on this uh man you gotta let me find it uh you can't you can't even remember (laughs) you know here i'll just go okay here we go go. top five best tv shows ever according to me number one mad men if you disagree with that you're stupid i I, I just stopped Mad Men's a negative point, but go ahead. Mad Men's great. Number two, Breaking Bad. I give you that one. That one's uh, even though I haven't watched the full like the full whole thing of that, it is really good. Yep. Number three, Seinfeld. Man, not a fan. Not a fan. Okay, but people regard that as the greatest sitcom ever, so you I can't mean, trash I'm that. Not, I'm not. I'm not trash. I'm not saying right. it's bad. I'm just not a fan. Not a fan. Of Seinfeld. Uh, number four, The Americans. The Americans aired on FX. It was a yeah. show about Russian spies Russian in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I never, I didn't, I didn't get into it. I need to watch it. Yeah, watch it. Yep. And number five was The Sopranos for me, which I feel like is a pretty good list. Now, my top five favorite TV shows varies. Let me be what Caleb's talking about because my top five favorite TV shows are in this order: How I Met Your Mother, Seinfeld, Friday Night Lights, Boy Meets World, and Parks and Rec. Did you like Topanga? Yeah, <laughs> were you a t- or a Mr. Feeny fan? Who'd you like both. better? Both. I just I I literally just finished the rewatch before we Did went on really? this trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished the rewatch um, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What was your favorite episode? Like, give me a give me a quick run through, a quick summary of your favorite favorite episode. It's been so long since I've seen seen that um, show. I remember Mr. Fe- is Mr. Feeny still alive? Yes, he is. He is. Okay. Yes. Shout out to Regis Feldman, dude. I know it's <laughs> yeah tragic death today, yeah. but you know Regis Feldman. Favorite shout episode. Out. Um, I, honestly, the favorite episode might be like um, I think it's called like Starry Night when Corey and Topanga get back together after the whole Lauren thing. Yeah, it's been so long since. Yeah, I've seen that, that or the uh, Long Walk to Pittsburgh Part Two, where yeah. like Topanga shows up on the doorstep after being gone yeah. to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I got you. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus, so I would recommend rewatching. Okay, I may have to hit that up. I don't. Yeah. Have, I currently don't have TV right now or internet. I, I've just recently moved into a new home, and I canceled my internet subscription. See, I cut the cord. I'm one of those guys that cut the cord. See, like I, I'm one of those guys that can never do that. But I'm. Gonna, I'm I think I'm going to give you my top three. I got. Okay. I, I got top three, and the first one, number one, is Caleb. Actually, had to remind me of this one, but it suits. I can remember watching Suits from the very beginning when Mike walks into Harvey's office and is trying to is running away from the cops and basically interviews for a job that he wasn't even there to interview for just because he ran away from the cops. And I remember watching I just watching Suits throughout the whole way. I, I mean I can remember 
everything about that. It is it's my all time favorite show. I wish they'd come back out with it, a USA, and do a sequel and run it back. You know, I I, I started watching Pearson as well, but that it looks like they've canceled Pearson. So number one, it's Suits. Uh, number two, it's it's kind of like two A and two B because of Chicago PD and Chicago Fire. Like I'm those those two two A and two B. I Hank Voigt on Chicago PD is just amazing to me, and then Chicago Fire. I I love Chicago Fire, and number three, Designated Survivor. Okay, I, I love yeah. me some designated survivors. See, I watched it. I watched the first season when it was on ABC. I never got around to watching the second season whenever it hit Netflix. But I, I like the first season on ABC. Yeah, you know what? I'll give you a fourth too. Quantico. If you watch Quantico, I, with the FBI, I have. Yes, I love Quantico. See, I started that out on I think it was ABC, uh, or no, actually Netflix. Started on Netflix is what I did. And then it only gave me like season one, and I had to go to ABC for season two, and then back for to Netflix maybe for season three. I can't remember, but no, I, that that that's probably my top four. Top four? We're doing top five of TV shows. What's your fifth TV show? I can guarantee it's not Seinfeld. <laughs> What's your beef with Seinfeld? I just I never got into it. I I don't know. Maybe it was just too old for me. Like I just feel you like know, all those characters are relatable. Like you, you can relate to George Costanza. So, so I'm I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna throw you a curveball for number five. Is what I'm gonna do because I can remember I can remember watching the show late at night when my parents weren't around because they forbid it. Like they absolutely forbid it. Roseanne, <laughs> I loved me some Roseanne See? late at night. I wish she wouldn't have been like stupid and got herself kicked off the show when it was on the rerun on ABC. Because yep. the first season when they did the rerun, it was fantastic oh, it on was. ABC. It was it, good. It was it was real good. Yeah. And I can remember, I can remember sitting there late at night, like when my parents would go to bed, they thought I was asleep. I'd turn that TV on, and would be watching <laughs> Roseanne. So I, I I throw I throw Roseanne in there at number five. Yeah, right. That like I, I'm serious though. That that first season back. Of Roseanne, I thought was up there with any other season of Roseanne when it came back on ABC a few years ago. I mean, that was good. Honestly, I don't know that I've ever watched a full episode of Roseanne because, like CB's parents, my parents would not let me watch it, and I just didn't think I needed to sneak around to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I I haven't seen like the whole series or whatever, but I watched the rerun or not the rerun, but the. Uh, you know, when they started the back up a couple of years ago. Uh, all right, so last thing we're going to hit on uh, before we got out of here, you know, it's kind of talking about uh, COVID and how it's affected different sports. Obviously, you know, we've mentioned it throughout the podcast. We're at Hoover. We're playing AAU basketball this weekend. Um, and honest to God, like if you walked in, if you walked in at 2.30 this afternoon while we were playing a game at the Finley Center, it – Look like a normal tournament to be on. I mean, it looked like except a, people wearing masks, right? Except people wearing masks. But I mean, it looked it looked pretty much normal. I mean, there's fans in the stands, there's players on the court, like it, it looked pretty much normal. But Which I guess is a little bit surprising because we've tried to go eat at a couple different places and drive-through lines were like crazy long. Yeah, we tried to go in, yeah. and there's still a lot of places don't have dining service, but. Tells you how much they care about their sports here is right. Sports are full tilt boogie, you know. Yeah. To 
quote CB's boy Chad Morris, um, <laughs> you know, and uh, so we're not in the left lane and we're not hammering down. Okay? Well, I don't think so. Quick, so quick backstory for all that y'all, for all of you that don't know, Ty Story is actually my cousin. Okay, and that is a whole ordeal in itself. Shout out to Ty, you did a great job of holding yourself together on this, but. Chad Morris can left lane hammered himself down out of Fayetteville. And hence our War Eagle shout out. Chad <laughs> Morris for being out of Arkansas. Hey, think, hey, you know what? It, it's, what is it, July 25th? It's July 25th, and Chad Morris has still not sent a tweet about being Arkansas's head coach or leaving from being his. And you know what? Being Arkansas's head coach. I don't coach. think Arkansas fans give a crap about it because they were so ready to get rid of that joker but uh, he but hey if he if he was the one to tell you he was the right guy to be arkansas head coach yeah like two weeks before he got fired <laughs> if memory serves me correct caleb i think you said that this was a great hire at the time i didn't say never said great i think i think caleb was on to this hire caleb really thought this hire was gonna be great now don't get me wrong he recruited well. He got some. He got some good players, some good skill players no, in there. Let's don't say I said it was a great hire. I said he was doing a great job recruiting. You were hammering his recruiting, and he probably put the highest rated classes back to back together. Mm -hmm. Hence, we've got some talent on campus. Oh, we've definitely got some talent on campus. But I think that's going to be for another podcast. Oh, with Sam, about Sam Pittman. Hey, maybe we need to get Sam Pittman on here. I'd love to, you know. I got I got a guy that's works in equipment for the football team. Mm -hmm. I know uh, the associate AD because her his daughter played on my favorite high, my favorite ninth grade team. Trainer Kevin Trainer. Maybe I can reach out to him. Get yeah. Sam Pittman on there. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll try it. Speaking of college football, this is going to co coincide with our last topic of COVID and sports. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. College football teams got to start walkthroughs today. Yep. Seen some pictures of the Razorbacks going through stuff. That's that's a really good sign. Hopefully that we're going to have some college football. Uh, we talked about yesterday Notre Dame's playing in the ACC now, which they should be doing because every other sport plays in the ACC. Um, hopefully the ACC didn't just give them let them keep their TV deal. You know they they made them give some of that. But um, I don't know. That's a step in the positive direction and i guess we kind of wanted to hit on should we say positive in this day and age during COVID 19 we don't positive whatever cb always trying to be funny <laughs> and he's not um <clears throat> so we're all involved in high school athletics in one in some way or another you know cade gets to call football games basketball games um you know at nettleton obviously myself and coach brown are coaches you know um we wanted to talk about are we going to get to play what you know and our thoughts on that you know i i guess we've had back-to-back -back days of record numbers which somebody come out and make a decision I think it's going to be really tough to play this year. I think if we're going to get to play, then 
we're going to have to do one of two things. Either back things up for a while and just keep the keep the seasons as they are as they are. Whoever gets to play gets to play whether it's volleyball, football or basketball, soccer, baseball, softball, whatever that is, you know. Or we're just going to have to play. You know, we're just going we're just going to have to get down to it and play. But what but whatever is the safest is what we need to do because we have to have we have to have the kids safety in mind we've got to have the teachers safety in mind and whatnot that, though we can't us three can't sit here and say that being in hoover alabama mm-hmm. playing basketball and say we can't play high school sports because of safety when we're yep. in the same yep. position right now yeah absolutely and, and i think you know, they always say actions speak louder than words. I think our actions are saying, let's give it a try. I think I think everybody's actions are saying, let's give this a try. Because, you know? like, because if it gets out of hand where we start having crazy numbers of deaths and hospitalizations and stuff, you can always shut it down. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm for, hey, let's start it with no fans. Yep. We can do something like that. And then, then – Just let the teams get out there and get after it. And, and then add you, parents and administrators, yep. and then add, yep. and then see how that goes, and add. And you know, and the bad thing about it is, you know, if you don't have football, then it's tough to fund other sports. That's what a lot of people don't understand in in every aspect of because there's already colleges that are canceling seasons, canceling sports, like cutting programs. Because if you don't have football. You don't make money as an athletic program, and that's just yeah. and that's it's very unfortunate for a lot of teams. I, I was talking to an SEC women's basketball head coach last night, and asked him like, "Are we are y'all gonna get to play?" And his feeling was, and I actually asked if football gonna get to play, and he felt like they were. And he and I said, "I said, what about like when?" all the other students come back on campus is people not worried about there being an outbreak, you know, and, and then, and then people are going to freak out, you know, cause right now college athletes are kind of in their own bubble because they're the only ones on campus. And he was like, he goes, I think what's going to happen is ADs and presidents and conference commissioners are just going to say that, all right, it's time. We just need to get over this and let's, let's, let's do it. Let's live with it. Let's handle it. And then, once we handle it, it we're over it and we're, we can go. And, you know, then I asked him about the basketball season and, you know, he felt like your non-conference is going to be left up to each conference, you know, if they want you to play conference or not or non-conference or not. And then everybody play a conference season and maybe expand the NCAA tournament, you know, because, you know, you could have an SEC, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12 school go seven and nine in conference and still be better than a lot of teams out there you know so i mean so it's gonna be a weird year i'm wondering how bowls are gonna happen you know i know they're talking about doing a little bit different bowl wise for eligibility and whatnot counting fcs games if they're if they're able to be played but i mean we we badly we badly need the nba the mlb the nfl to go off smoothly to lead us off into college athletics yep. because that goes into high school. No, I agree. I agree. Um, it's it's just it's going to be interesting to see how everything unfolds. Um, 
I would not want to be someone that has to make decisions. But, I mean, it is going to be interesting to see how everything unfolds. Um, all right, that'll do it for us. Shout out to uh, CB for hopping on. Shout out to Caleb Livingston. Uh, another shout out to Coach Jason Smith and his Baltimore Orioles, uh, who are one and one, baby. One and one on the year. 59 and one can still happen, but just I just wanted to make it clear. Shoe, you are at a negative one. You are undraftable right now. <laughs> oh, and thank you for having me on, guys. Yes. Appreciate you coming on. All right. For CB, for Caleb Livingston, Kate Carlton, so long, everyone. We'll talk to you next week.